0: Greetings, Troubled listeners, and welcome to part two of the Troubled Men podcast 100th episode, Party Line. I am Renee Coman, sitting in the safe house on the party line with my co-host, the original Troubled Man for Troubled Times, and future mayor of New Orleans, Mr. Manny Chevrolet. Welcome back, Manny.
1: It's good to be back. It really is good to be back uh, here in my little safe house, my little bunker, my little cave or whatever you want to call it. Uh, I just fed the family. So now um nice. they won't uh you know be to not- eat you. Well yeah, they're not going to be uh, banging on the door, you okay. know. <laughs> and you know like uh that big plant in uh, uh what was that movie about the plant that ate people?
0: Oh yeah, yeah, that- it was a little shop of horrors
1: these little shop of horrors, feed me, feed <laughs> me, you know? Yes. And the only relief I got was uh, being the guy who go to the dentist just for the pain. Right, know? right, you like that? The, the, the,
0: when they, the remake, they had, uh, what was that guy, um, uh, uh, Steve Martin played, played the...
1: Steve Martin uh, and Bill Murray was the guy who was playing, who did the Nicholson character from the original.
0: Right, right, yeah, the, the original had uh, Jack Nichols, uh, Nicholson yeah. as the patient who's the right. The, the, he was, uh, that was a Roger patient. Coul- yeah, yeah.
1: Right. He was the Roger Corman. That was a Roger Corman film.
0: Oh, okay. You
1: yeah, know, they're, which...
2: They're both pretty good. funny
1: I bring that up because years ago, it was like the late 80s, and I was really broke, and I had, was looking for work, and I had, the shows that I was working on weren't happening anymore, and I was just trying to find money, try find work in the industry, and I got a call from somebody who, uh, a friend of mine, who said that there's a Corman production. You know, Corman was still making movies until like the 90s, this guy. He was right. still producing them. And they needed someone, uh, you know, to work on a set. And I said, uh, you know, to, to help with the art department.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And I said, I said, yeah, well, I've done that before. I've helped out with props and, you know, painting stuff and things like that. Right. Yeah, I'm, I'm down for it. And so... This is how Roger Corman worked. I didn't realize. I mean, I heard stories, but I, I get to the location and this uh, second AD just says, oh, yeah, uh, this needs to be done by the end of the day. And they wanted me to, like, paint, build, not only just paint, but build um, two styles gas pumps in front of this old filling station our new filling station, it was a, it was a seventies filling station, but mm-hmm. they wanted to make it look fifties mm-hmm. and they had me, uh, they said, yeah, you just need to make two fifties style gas pumps and paint them.
0: Like out of wood I was like, or something.
1: Yeah. Make them out of wood <laughs> and all this stuff. And I was like, i don't know how to do that <laughs> i have well, no I, idea how, think to I do do knew how to do that yeah why would yeah exactly i don't have a tool belt you see a tool belt on me <laughs> i don't have a i don't have a, a truck you know full of tools and right, stuff you, like you're that you're
0: hoping for some light lifting and uh, maybe some note taking well, hoping to be a
1: part of a crew uh-huh, i was hoping right. to just to be a part of a crew where they'd say okay manny well, uh we got this going here, this person will do this, this and you can paint or, you know, you uh-huh, can help. Right, hold this. the end of
0: the board, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hold this, Right, this, yeah, uh, help this, out with, uh, with, the real, yeah, 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 yeah. with the
1: real construction workers, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Right. And, <laughs> but anyway, um, I don't know why this is coming up, but I I was able to build the base of where the two pumps would, would sit on, uh-huh. you know, a the a fake base. Right. Yeah, I was able to build that and paint it, and then I just left.
2: Yeah, that <laughs> I, was,
0: didn't,
2: that was the I didn't
0: tell of anyone your, where I was Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you fired I yourself.
1: Did, I just, <laughs> I just left, and the next day I invoiced them for like a hundred bucks, uh-huh. and a couple uh, days later they they cut a check. Oh, so wow. I don't know what, I don't know what happened.
0: Right, right. right I don't how know it, how it got finished yet.
1: I don't know. <laughs> any of that i don't even know to this day i don't even know the name of the movie it was
0: huh okay well like a lot of people got started with corman right like like uh, a lot of of famous directors like spielberg or somebody you know i I don't know exactly i'm sure you know better than i do but
1: well you know like uh scorsese got a chance to work with corman um and also ron howard okay do you remember that movie um I think it was called Gone in 60 Seconds. It came out in the 70s or something like that.
0: Hmm. Yeah. I've heard uh, the title for sure.
1: Yeah. Uh, well, they've done a million remakes of it. Right. But uh, Corman gave Ron Howard that shot. He goes, here, kid, you can shoot this film for me. It's got you know, here's you know, here's like 80,000. Uh-huh, Make it. You know? right. yeah. That kind of stuff. And I think Scorsese worked with Corman when Scorsese was still a New York filmmaker and he wanted to bust into Hollywood and he made this movie called Boxcar Bertha.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, Corman. yeah. Yeah. That was yeah. Uh, with Raquel Welch, right? Uh I
1: don't, I don't know. know. Maybe
0: maybe I'm wrong on that one.
1: Uh it was about the depression and like mm-hmm. um I think David like hobos, was yeah in it. yeah
0: yeah yeah hobos and the depression yeah. And, yeah. Well
1: he that was like a big budget thing for Corman and it, it turned out to just bomb. Yeah, and I'll never. I read this book about Scorsese, and Scorsese, you know, no one wanted to hire him. No one wanted to. He couldn't pitch an idea to anyone, and his only friend was John Cassavetes Hmm. at the time, who you know was a very independent filmmaker at that time. Right, and uh, and he was desperate, and, and Scorsese, you know, kept begging Cassavetes, "Can you find me work?" And Cassavetes said, you know, basically said, "Just do your own film. Just." Make what you want to make, you know? Don't fucking deal with these fucking dudes. Because then Cassavetti said, you know, you just spent the last two years of your life making a piece of shit for Roger Corman. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, so just do what you want to do. And then you know what came out later? Hmm. Mean Streets.
0: Oh, okay. Nice, nice.
1: Which is the ultimate mob movie. I mean, just like Goodfellas is, because you ask any real mobster, they'll tell you, uh, Mead Streets came out in between Godfather and Godfather Part Two, and more mobsters went to see Mead Streets than Godfather and <laughs> Godfather Part Two. Wow, the real no kidding!
0: Yeah, yeah, they felt yeah. like that had the, captured the real flavor of, of yeah, day-to-day life. Them on the,
1: on it. Yeah, it wasn't that romantic as the the Puzo, you know, and and uh, Coppola. Right, thing,
0: right, 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 right. Yeah.
1: So anyway, listen I, we ventured off there for a second, but uh, everything going okay, you still huddled in your bunker
0: yeah, yeah, we're still still uh hunkered down here in in, in, in the old uh the old safe house. I um, mean, you know, I did venture out today, went to the the grocery store, needed some more provisions, and uh, found it to be well stocked and uh, very civilized in there you know they weren't uh, they weren't um, holding people to a certain number in the store, but people are, you know, taking, taking the, the advice of, of our mayor and, 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 you know, staying home for the most part, just going out when they need to. And the, so the grocery was pleasant enough to go through and uh, felt like I was able to, to make a, a, a safe um, journey through there, and uh, got everything we needed, and so we're we're set for
1: now. For are while. you when you go out? Do you uh, wear a mask or gloves?
0: Well, what I started doing is I I put on a, a pair of uh, garden gloves, like kind of cloth gloves, which uh, you know keeps me from touching the the any, you know, the basket with my hands or anything like that. And it also, uh, you know, reminds me not to touch my face with, with the gloves. You know, it just kind of is a, it's a little little reinforcing thing there. So I just, I do all the shopping with the garden gloves on. then then when I get to, I get it, have it all loaded in my car. I get to the 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 car and take the gloves off so that I can, you know, just not infect the inside of my car. And then, so yeah, when I'm handling the bags, I, I, I keep them on. It's, uh, you know, I'm not using a mask. I did see some other people with a, a mask on in there, but, you know, I think for the most part that, you know, if, if, uh, you know, if you're not positive, the mask isn't really doing a whole lot. I know, maybe it, maybe it is protecting you a little bit, but it's, uh, it seems to be, um, the, the medical you, authorities you, aren't really, aren't really encouraging. Yeah. Do you,
1: do you think that the more people die, the more, uh, merchandise will be on the shelves?
0: Hmm, well. I mean I mean at some point, you know, it depends on on who's dying if if the the if uh you know the 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 people uh producing the merchandise and and moving it through the supply chain are dying, then well, then you got a a, a little problem, you know. If you're just talking about uh overall numbers reducing in in terms of the demand on the stuff, well, yeah, maybe so, but you know, if 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 it's uh if certain critical stages in the supply chain get get hit too hard yeah you could you you know you might might have trouble getting certain kinds of items on the shelves so right. uh, you know we're we're still i mean you know we're it's 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 also speculative right now you know we're we're uh, we're hoping it, it, it that these these methods uh pan out and and you know it's uh we're you know the next couple of weeks will be tough but then it'll uh it'll uh you know kind of smooth out after that and and uh you know, maybe this will will kind of resolve in the next few months. That's that's uh, you know what we're all hoping for for, of course. But uh, you know, I yeah. know a lot of people are are struggling out there. A lot of people are going without paychecks. So you know, it's uh, uh, it's uh, you know, I want everybody to, to you know stay strong and uh, and uh, you know take a deep breath and uh, take care of yourself, take care of your family, stay healthy, and uh, you know we'll make it through this, right?
1: I guess, yeah, yeah. sure. <laughs> right. Or not? I mean, I mean, I mean, our 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 our, our fearless leader. I, you know, I I watch his little press conferences or whatever, and. It doesn't make me feel any more comfortable.
0: No, you know? no, no. He's he's obviously <laughs> such a narcissist. He, it's all got to be about him. You know, he, what a great job he's doing. That's what he mostly is concerned with. So, yeah, you, you don't feel like he really has the, the nation's uh, best interest as his as primary or secondary or tertiary uh, impulses. It's all about uh, his own publicity and what his ratings are, what his numbers are. <laughs>
1: Yeah, it's it's all good to him,
0: you know. Yeah, yeah, he's um, he's loving. It. He's getting a lot of a lot of stage time, you know. That's clearly he's what it what he, he likes to be in front of the cameras. He likes people are paying attention to him. You know, it's it's yeah, that's that's what he lives for. <laughs> all
1: right, so everything else is cool though. Your yeah. family safe? Yeah, everybody's How about your good. Parents? You have parents? Yeah, right? yeah, parents yeah. My parents,
0: parents are, are are doing doing well. You know, they're they're hunkered down in their, their safe house in the adjacent parish here, and and. Uh, uh, so far, no problems. You know, my mother's pretty spry and gets, gets around and, you know, offered to bring her groceries and stuff. And she's always like, ah, oh, no, I already went. Don't worry about it. So, you know, they're, they're, uh, I'm staying away from them since, you know, uh, well, it turns out, you, you know, uh, the, you and I were at a party the last time we actually saw each other. And it turns out subsequent to, to that, we found out that there was another person in attendance who had tested positive um, for for COVID. Now I heard today that good news, that person, he did actually get pretty sick and was, was in the ICU for a little bit, but now he's, he's better. I don't think they ever had to put him on a ventilator, but he's, he's better. He's been discharged from the hospital. So, uh, and so as far as I know, nobody else, um, has, has, uh, was, uh, you know, infected at that event that, that we were at. So, so that's that's good news, you know that that uh, nobody else, um, yeah. You know, the the geraniums gig didn't wind up being a, a a vector of contagion, and that one fella who who tested positive is better now. So that's that's that's. I was happy to hear that.
1: Okay but <laughs> okay. so, right. well, that guy was stupid for showing up to begin with well i don't
0: you know you don't know if he had any symptoms at that time i i don't think he did i don't think he went there being sick feeling sick you know it's like that's the 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 insidious thing about this virus is you know you could be feeling fine for 10 days after having uh contracted it and then you know suddenly you you start feeling terrible and you get tested and you realize oh well you know 6 days ago I was at this thing but I felt ter- totally fine. So, you know, I Right. Well, you, I, I I'm I, yeah. I I'm I'm reluctant to to put any point any fingers, you know, cuz I don't think the guy was being irresponsible I don't, you know, I don't think he's like, yeah, I'm really sick but I got to come to this thing.
1: <laughs> well, I I don't know who the guy was, I, but I usually usually uh when you leave the circle bar is when you get sick yeah. over the years i uh, well, i, I realize
0: right well that's what happened to him so maybe you know at first he thought it was just you know normal course of events so but and then he, i guess he realized well this is sicker than i normally get after being at the circle bar so maybe right. it's something serious yeah well uh okay so. um should we should we launch into our first guest here
1: yeah, for the hundredth episode show, we've got more guests, Nation. Yeah, yeah, who's our it. next guest going to so be? It's going to
0: be Susan Cowell because she was supposed to be last night and uh, had a little little bit of a snafu, and she was actually calling right as we were uh, signing off of the first episode. So I said, well, let's just hold you over till uh, tomorrow night. So we're starting okay. right tip top with her. So I'll All uh, right. I'll uh, put you on hold for a second. And I'll I'll contact her and we'll be right back with Miss Susan Cowsill. Welcome, Susan.
3: Thank you, Renee.
0: Sorry, I'm late. Oh, that's okay. you know we uh, I explained already to the nation uh, what the the little mix up we had last night and and uh, how we why we have you as the first guest here. We're so thrilled to have you. Um, you know, you're a very popular guest on 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 your your first appearance on the podcast. You know, you're aware that this is our we're celebrating our one 100th uh, episode here, and we we were going to have oh a big my we're going to have a big party at the Circle Bar uh, for the 100th episode and and do a podcast from there. But since you know uh, the the turns out the yeah. pandemic had other ideas, right, yeah. right, right, right. Yeah. So so we came up with this this uh, alternative idea here and so we're just going through a bunch of our of our guests who uh you know we we want to reach out to you were guest number you were episode number 54 and here we are at uh 100 who
3: who knew
0: right i know
1: right it's been a while hi hi susan how are
3: i am doing wonderful i'm out here at algiers point hanging on
1: oh okay cool what how's the view
3: the view's amazing. I can actually see the Marriott from my back porch.
1: Wow! Ah, excellent, excellent. Yeah.
3: yeah. How are you guys? Where are y'all hunkered down?
0: Well, I'm I'm in Carrollton, and Manny's there in in Mid City.
3: This is crazy. how huh, y'all.
0: I know. I know. Oh, well, yeah. It's, it's opened up uh, possibilities because you know we we up till yesterday or a couple the ninety ninth episode we always did them in person. Right, but uh, so now this is since we've we've been forced to figure this out. It's uh, <laughs> we we actually now have the capability of like we have a a guest last night that was in Pennsylvania. Another guest that was in uh, in Mississippi. We have a guest later on, uh, Dave Catching. You're a good friend of Dave Catching's. You play I in the band good with him. Yeah, him. yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. So he's, and let me ask you: mm-hmm. Are you guys going to branch out to the Brady Bunch visual podcast? <laughs> what?
0: If I could figure out how how uh, like uh, um, what do they call it Photoshop works, that would be a good way to to have everybody's <laughs> picture on the on the the advertisement for it. But uh, that that might be oh, pushing hilarious.
3: it. Okay, okay, but, okay. <laughs> but who
1: would be the middle square? Who would me. be the middle square?
3: Okay, it would be me.
1: Okay. It was okay. <laughs> that sounds right. Because <laughs> it was always Alice, wasn't it? Alice, the middle square.
3: Alice was the middle square, and and I think there was a reason for that, that I don't think is suitable for this podcast.
0: <laughs> oh really? <laughs> you have some inside well, information.
3: I always have inside information, Renee. Yes. Well, you I went were this Brady bunch, you guys.
0: Right. I know you. You were. You were. Uh, you know. Yeah, you did have I an inside right
3: track. Exactly. Exactly. We
1: discussed last time, didn't we? Yes, we did. But did we did we discuss because you know being uh being now home for the last couple weeks and watching tons of television and trying to get by the day and stuff. I I was watching that old show Family Affair.
0: Oh yes, yes, Mr. Were you
1: friends with Were you friends with Buffy and Jody?
3: I can tell you that I was sadly not friends with Buffy or Jody, and I really wanted to be because at the time we lived in Manhattan and I was young enough to think possibly they lived upstairs.
2: Mm. However,
3: (laughs) I hadn't quite figured out the TV real life thing yet, but what I did do, (laughs) and this is notable, um, while I was becoming a rising child star, a girl has got to keep up, so I needed to have like a fashion sense because I wore most of my brother's clothes So I was around six. Mm-hmm. So Buffy came out with a clothes line, a design, of, of like her own line of Buffy clothing. Okay. Right. And I got a couple of her pieces. <laughs> oh
0: my goodness! <laughs> they were goodness. hideous.
3: They were hideous. They were hideous. They had bloomers. Everything she had had bloomers to match.
0: I'm guessing really, like, just, maybe like a scot like a woolen Scotch plaid kind of uh, jumper or something. Very or? much
3: so. Very much so. Yep. <laughs> very good. And then and then occasionally the the spring kind of fun suit it is just bad, y'all. So yeah.
1: <laughs> didn't didn't
2: she have
1: uh, a doll that got really big, uh, Mrs. Beasley? She
0: <laughs> she? Wow, man, that's a, yes, that's a good pull. Yes, that's a deep, deep callback. She had
3: a Mrs. Beasley doll, yeah. You, you would pull her, her chain, and she would say Mrs. Beasley-type things. I don't recall what they were at this moment. But she also had something called Kitty all that got lost in one episode, and that was a very devastating uh, occurrence episode, if yeah, I recall. Yeah. We were all hmm. pretty traumatized. <laughs> yeah. That
1: whole cast, though, uh, it was tragic for pretty much everything, everyone in that cast
3: what from the Brady's
1: no from uh the family affair
3: oh family affair was definitely like it was like the Bermuda triangle of child stars (laughs) well well,
1: Buffy OD'd um uh uh, Mr. French yeah Mr. French died of a stroke like five years after that show was canceled yeah. And Brian Keith blew his brains out. Did he? He
3: did. And, oh, and Johnny Whitaker never got to be president. You know. Yeah,
1: yeah never got to be president.
3: That was sad because yeah. he was pretty hell bent on it one year. I know he had a whole song about it. Maybe you can find it and play it for your listeners. Wow. And, 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 the, girl, and the girl who
1: played Sissy uh, wrote a book uh, about how she hated everyone on that show. Oh,
3: oh my God. That's horrible. See, I don't like that.
1: Yeah. I you know. The
3: Brady, the Brady kids, they all like each other still, and then we like that about them.
1: Yes. Yeah. But she, apparently, the girl who played Sissy um, <laughs> uh, moved to Israel and does like live theater there, pretty okay. much. That's okay.
3: What, I think that probably suits her. Yeah. Just, could,
1: that shows you how much it. time we have on our hands.
3: Susan,
1: Did <laughs> I know this, is this stuff now?
3: COVID conversation. Yeah, It's yeah. About the size of it, folks.
1: Right, right.
3: Man. Well, so Susan, we may as well discuss Michael Nesmith's mother in the whiteout. I mean, let's just go. Oh wow. Yeah.
0: Wow. Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. well, Susan, you're you've you've been you've been very busy though, because you actually had a move. You want to tell us about that, or
3: uh... I would love to tell you about it. We are still very busy, and if you can see what that looks like at any given day over here on Algiers Point, but we have moved from lovely Alex Street over to Pacific, and um, I it's definitely a a, a beautiful. Uh, bump up we've got a bigger house we actually have a music room now uh, away from the house which i'm pretty excited about wow cool i know like so uh, yeah i've always wanted to separate music and 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 home
2: mm-hmm. uh, and never
3: been able to frankly but this is my time my my my, my 60th year Are the instruments leave the living room and that's exciting okay And i have two oak trees and a grapefruit tree
0: wow so, nice yeah. congratulations yeah. susan that's terrific
3: Thanks, Renee. I think you'll enjoy your spot in the music room when you arrive.
0: Oh, I can't wait! <laughs> I uh, I can't wait till we're till we're doing that. It'll be be sooner than, than we uh than we realize. We'll be back there. But listen,
3: uh, Renee, I wanted to touch on a little prophetic moment that you might recall it, one of the covered in vinyl rehearsals.
0: Okay, go on.
3: Do you remember when you all came to rehearsal one afternoon? That not only was there snacks, coffee, juice, water, etc., there was also we bottles of Purell on your music stands. Do you remember that?
0: I do, I do, because somebody was was uh, was was having a, a sinus problem or an something.
3: An early an early coronavirus. That's correct, Renee. That <laughs> is correct. <laughs> that's what we probably had over here. Believe it or not, you know we. Yeah, Russ had that.
0: Yeah, we. I was going to say we've been wondering about that because a whole bunch of people that have have been in, on on the podcast recently talked about. The stuff that was going around at that time that, you know, if we yeah. could be tested for the antibodies, we're very curious as to whether those were the early, you know, early strains of that stuff.
3: Well, all joking aside, Russ's GP, when he went in for a basic, uh, was basically telling her about that. And then and she felt that everything he was describing sounded like the the COVID to her. Wow. So and, and I, I must be the great Ronnie auntie covid lady because every and everybody on my my uh float at mardi gras pink slip our our cool uh mardi gras band everybody on that float had the flu. at one point in muses we were everybody was sick but i didn't get it huh. so i'm feeling very fortunate right now yeah and uh but the Purell on the stands, Renee, that, well, that haunts
0: me. Well, you know, I, 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 I do remember that, and, and I, yeah. I I didn't use any myself, but I didn't wind up getting sick, but but I, I do recall that week, I was, <laughs> that was that was a week when I had, like, a session uh, all day one day, then the next day, and gigs that night, and I was super busy, and I could feel something like I was fighting yeah. something off, you know, and I was thinking, Jesus, yeah. I got so much work, and I got this thing with Susan, I can't afford to get sick right now, so I was, you know, right. trying to fight and up and then just will myself, you know, to, to stay healthy. And I and did, I, did nev- I never got sick. Yeah. But I, I nope, was, me I, I was wondering back on that. That's that very week earlier today and thinking, I wonder if that was an, ent- uh, an initial light exposure that, uh, you know, somehow we, we, we skirted. I
3: think, I think it really was. I honestly do. And, and only because it, it has been said so by um, some of our authorities parent in town.
0: Yep. So wow. How
3: are y'all doing? Are you guys okay? We have to all stick together on this.
0: Yes, yes, yes. Well yeah, we're um, all doing. It. Yeah, Manny's good. His family's is all safe at home and uh, as okay. is mine. And um Okay. You know same here. That's 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 terrific. That's fantastic. I
3: know. So yeah. other than moving and other than not watching the King uh, tiger.
0: Okay, um, I'm not watching that either, but yeah. <laughs>
3: Yeah, I'm boycotting it. I I just can't because I'm I'm even my own kids watching it. and I feel that's kind of some traitorous kind of shit going okay. on. I just so, I
1: just, I just heard about it today. Yeah, and I was curious. Now, is it just a documentary, or is it like? A bunch I don't of even episodes? know. I'm not
3: even going that far. I don't want to know. In fact, if somebody tries to tell me, I will reject the information. Okay.
0: Well, I won't. I won't. I won't say anything right now. I know a little bit about it, but I'll I'll skip it. Well, you no. know, you know, oddly <laughs> enough, uh. I'll, Oh, go ahead, Manny.
1: I, I'll just tell you one thing, Susan. They yeah, all Manny. die.
3: <laughs> yeah, so I don't think we need that right now, right? right know,
0: I don't
1: right, think right. we need that either.
0: <laughs> we know, Susan, at one time uh, for about 24 hours, you and I were supposed to be on a cruise right now. <laughs>
3: Dude, and then Tanya found out, and then Russ found out, and it was all fucked up. Wait, no, that's a different cruise. I'm kidding, Renee. <laughs>
0: Yeah, no, but at, at one time we were we were going to be uh, playing on a on a on a cruise the the flower power the
3: flower power yeah. With, with
0: the turtles and uh, the hollies and vanilla fudge. It was going to be quite exciting. <laughs> But I were have to you say, pretty excited about that? I was very excited. I, I, I was I was very excited. But I have to say, there were people in my orbit that were going, mm, well, that's great, Renee, that you got the call, and I'm very happy for you, but mm, we're a little bit right. worried for you. <laughs> and I was like, oh, I'll be fine. Yeah. Don't worry about it. <laughs>
3: Speaking of Tana, I didn't think that she'd probably <laughs> – But listen, at that time – I don't really think I understood what was happening to the extent that it is. I mean, I did. And and be perfectly honest with you, I'd be on that boat because money is money and work is work. And we got to do what we got to do. Yes. But uh, I figured if that boat went out, there were enough people on it who felt as confident as I did. And it was going to be okay. But it wasn't meant to be. But Renee that'll happen again. Yes. We'll have yes, that
0: happen yes. again. Well, yeah. You, you yeah. know, I looked at it like like uh you know, where the charge of the Light Brigade, you know, w- once more into the breach, you know, it's like they it's, <laughs> it's 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 not for you to question the order, it's for you to f- carry out the order, you know. To
3: fulfill it. I'm with you 100% and you really did rally like nobody's business. It was <laughs> awesome. That was amazing. Uh, you were almost a cow, chill.
0: I, 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 I know, I know, I know, I <laughs> know. Well, Susan, you know I knew All this right, was going to go by really quickly, and and it has. But I'm so glad that that uh, we got to talk to you, and that everything's going well for y'all. And you know, you're you're making plans with your life. You're going forward. You know, you're not you're not wallowing in in despair or anything. You know, you understand oh, that. Oh, hell no! That, uh, That's you know, not my jam. right. I know. There's always ups and downs in life, and you know, this too shall pass. Yeah,
3: and there's plenty to be grateful for, man. So if you can't find it. You, you're not. You're, your eyes are shut in the front and back of your head. <laughs> uh, <laughs> there's, there's all kinds of good things that come from these horrible events. It's the darndest thing. It's, it's pretty true. Pretty funny. I'm gonna. I'm gonna ask. That's pretty on the top of one of my lists when I get where I'm going. But, but I thank you both for having me on. And if y'all oh, need anything, let me know. Our pleasure.
1: Okay. Yeah. Stay in touch and be careful out there.
3: Okay. I will. All right, take, all all right, take care. Bye, guys. Bye, Nate. Bye, bye. Bye.
0: And here we are back with Mr. Manny Chevrolet. And Manny, we have uh, Papa Molly on the line.
4: Hey, Papa. Hey, Manny. How you doing, man?
1: Good, man. I'm, uh, you know, uh, here in my bunker, you know, just waiting
4: to take the uh, the black pill. Yeah, um, but I, thought the, I, I thought the apocalypse would be a lot more exciting than this.
0: Yeah, <laughs> it's kind of a slow motion apocalypse.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I thought so, too. But, uh it just gives me more time to, uh, you know, break open more bottles. Yeah. Basically. Yeah.
0: Are you having, a, are you having a cocktail, uh, Malcolm? You know,
4: I was just about to, but I, I got, uh, I got distracted because my Amazon delivery, not Amazon, sorry, Costco delivery showed up just right, right at the same time. So, okay. Uh, you got
0: so excited to have groceries that you forgot you wanted a cocktail.
4: That's exactly right, and then of course I had to wipe everything down and wash my
0: hands again and all that stuff. Oh Jesus! <laughs> so, yes, you know. But yeah. we're doing
4: what we're, we're doing what we gotta do, right? We got to do what we gotta
0: do. Yep. So I saw I saw you uh, put on a uh, an online gig the other day from your house. It was it was quite charming. You were taking taking requests and, uh, and you know talking to your wife there and playing acoustic guitar. Yeah, thank
4: you. Thank you man. I thank you. I was uh you know I I cannot believe how nervous I got like just minutes before I was ready to that's, turn on the camera. It was, that's so wild. It was like it's like I have been performing in front of small and huge audiences. Doesn't matter if it's 10 people or 10,000 people. I have never had stage fright. Ever. Right. But, but 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 turning on a camera in in my house with with nobody but my wife there. I was freaking
0: out. That's so weird. <laughs> it's funny. Yeah, it's man. so
4: weird. So unexpected it, too. It was so unexpected. It just took me by surprise. And is it, it because it made, is it because that little red light in the camera's right at you, looking right at you? I don't know what the I don't really know what it was, but it wasn't that because I was actually, you know, doing it on my iPad so I could see myself doing okay. it. Okay. Uh, maybe that's what it was. I was like, I was scaring myself.
0: <laughs> right yeah yes yeah, you were, you, were, you weren't able to lose yourself in the moment and and uh, you know that's that, like a lot of times at, at at jazz fest or something if if i think there might be people that like again i don't care about a big crowd but what will get yeah. me is if i see one face of someone who i know well or you know it's like a another musician or something like that can
4: that's not That happened I, to me before too
0: not that you'd be scared but it just gets in your head you know it starts occupying space in your thoughts you know and that's 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 what can fuck you up
4: that's exactly right that's exactly right man i was i know one time there was this uh there was this guitar player in austin in fact i'm sure he's probably still there a guy named Derek o'brien wasn't famous or anything except for in austin in austin mostly you know people everybody in austin knew him
2: mm-hmm. but
4: he was just such a great guitar player that every time he would show up at one of my gigs i would just choke yeah and and it was <laughs> like uh yeah, I don't know. And it was like, it, it, I finally got over it. I got to know him better, and I got over it. But it was, um, you know, it was a, it, I should have just realized, well, there's a reason he's coming to your gigs, stupid.
2: Right. <laughs> he likes he he, you. He likes <laughs> <Yeah. he liked laughs> the way you, play, right, you know? right, right, right.
1: <laughs> but I think every every artist or musician or actor has one of those people that does it to them. Like, it has yeah. to be. You know, sure. it has to be. Sure. You know. Because, you know, every time, like, when I would perform and Robert De Niro would show up, I'd kind of freak out <laughs> a little bit. Yeah, I that. Little
2: little bit, too, little little bit. Bit. Yeah, would shake me up, too, a little bit. Yeah.
4: especially me up a little bit. Yeah. Especially if he had that Kate Fear look about him,
2: you know? Yeah. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> and I
1: wasn't even acting or performing. I was just waiting at his table. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 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 He gave me a look like I spit in his food or something, yeah. you know? <laughs> you looking at me? Yeah. Oh, you know. It's like uh you want more coffee? No, no. Just no, no, no. Anyway, Papa, it's so good to have you back on. When was he on, Renee? When was his episode? So
0: uh um Papa Molly was, was episode number thirty seven, way back way back there.
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah that was a while ago.
4: This is, the 100th, this is the hundredth episode, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah. No, you know, wow. we we had the the party plan. We we're gonna have everybody there together in one room, but uh, instead we're just kinda going down the, the, the rogues gallery of of uh, superstars from the Troubleman podcast, uh, you know, alumni and uh and well, catching I'm honored up with everybody. to be it, man. Oh yeah, man. Very
1: it's, very honored to be included. Well, great, yeah. I mean, you answered the, call, the phone, so. <laughs> <laughs>
0: we had no, a guest. We, Go ahead. Go ahead, Manny.
1: Well, we had a guest last night, uh, Dave Turjan from the, the Sluts and uh-huh. OLD, who I, to- I talked to him. I got a hold of him after a month. I finally got a hold of him, and I said, you know, because he's a real character, and he lives way out in Lafitte with his, you know, family and his his. Painkillers and uh, animals, and (laughs) and I told Renee, I said we have to get him on first because when I talked to him on Sunday, he was sitting at the edge of his deck with a twelve pack of beer, and he had just scored some more painkillers from his doctor because he suffers from a bad back, which you know a lot a lot of us do, and he he he
4: was holding his rifle. And he told, and he was he was well. That's so, it's so funny because when you first said out in the country with his with his painkillers, then I was, I almost said, and his guns. Yeah, <laughs> but I just I thought no, that would be in poor case. I don't know the guy.
0: Yeah, no, it, it goes hand in hand. Yeah, the, the the image you had in your head was correct.
1: Yeah, but he is a great guy. I love Dave. Yes, He's one of, of the, my one, one of my best supporters. This guy is genius. He's a genius. He just is, you know, he's a lot to deal with at times. So I told Renee, we got to get him on the first last night. He's got to be the first guest. And of course, we called him and he didn't answer you know so
0: yeah <laughs> and never called so he back totally the rest pro- of the episode yeah so it's just like-
1: right yeah he never called
0: back and i i guarantee you, he
1: totally forgot what i told him the night before you know that's just <laughs> he what he is yeah. he doesn't even remember he doesn't remember you know all the, all I, all, I, all i remember all i remember from the conversation on sunday night is he kept referring to our mayor here in new orleans as the whore from san francisco oh
2: god (laughs) where did he get that
1: i don't know where he got that from at all but (laughs) it's dave and it's hilarious and i don't you know our mayor is actually from los angeles you know
0: (laughs) quite quite a an upstanding woman you know yeah yeah
4: yeah And, and, and she's from here right
0: no, no, no. She's she's well, from Los Angeles, I believe.
4: Oh, she's from Los Angeles. Okay, she's yeah. from East L.A.,
1: but she's been here for quite a long time. And yeah. well, I don't I don't know how upstanding she is, Renee, because she still hasn't paid her taxes.
0: No, no, so. no, no. Well, yeah, yeah, but she's, she's no yeah. whore. But, I think we we talk
1: about that. <laughs> yeah, she's yeah.
0: she's got some tax liens, so she's got some tax issues. Yeah, 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 yeah. But uh, yeah,
1: yeah. You
0: know, well well so so malcolm yeah. i'm I'm sure you had tons of gigs booked. I know you did i, I was I was booked to play one with you at, at uh French quarter fest and yeah I
4: saw six thousand and and projected revenue disappear within a matter of hours
0: yeah, crazy man, <laughs> crazy
4: yeah yeah now, where do you live? you live here in New Orleans
1: yeah, I live on Burgundy in the bylaw oh, okay. Oh, okay. All right. Well, a lot of our guests are from that area. Yeah. They're all hurting. So yeah, well,
4: uh, I will say this though, the people uh, that the little live stream thing I did the other night, people were so kind and were sending in tips and, and, uh, it really, really, really helped my current situation. Nice. So, uh, you know, get me through the next couple of weeks anyway. So nice,
2: man.
1: Well, I, you know, ahead, we man. had, we had Dick Deluxe on, uh, last week. Um, and he did a, uh, one of the last porch parties that were allowed in this city, uh-huh. and he he uh, streamed it, and he got some somebody from Australia send him fifty bucks worth of Popeyes chicken.
4: Well, <laughs> that's, yeah, uh, that's all right. I'll yeah, take like that.
0: Uber did it that. over there. Uber Eats, uh, you know, had it delivered. I, I, I have. Would yeah. t-
4: I, I would definitely appreciate that. Somebody sent me some Popeyes.
0: Right on. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I was.
4: I got real excited because some guy in Japan sent me a thousand yen until I realized what a thousand yen was. (laughs) Yeah. $8.60.
0: Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I guess every little bit helps, Malcolm, right?
4: But I still appreciated it. Yeah, I I still appreciated it very much. You know, like the the little tips add up. But uh, when I first saw it in my, my, you know, uh,
0: I was like, a a thousand. A thousand yen. Wow.
2: (laughs) It's a thousand.
0: I, I have or heard buy that a lot of Popeye's, right, right,
4: right. I buy a lot of Popeye's <laughs> and about a lot of painkillers. Yeah. Well, there you
0: go. Yeah. I have heard that, that people uh, in these online situations have, have almost been more generous th- or have been more generous than, People typically will be if you're playing in a room with them, you know. Like you're playing. I love this. You're playing a gig for people, and and uh, you know there there's no cover, and they're they're loving it, and they're buying drinks, and then the tip jar comes around. And it's like here's three dollars. <laughs> it's like
4: wow. Well, sure. Yeah. I mean, you know, it, it, it's. I guess they. You know, it, it's the uh, it's. It's because we're so glamorous, Renee.
0: Right, right. But but, I, but I, I've I've heard uh, people people saying that that uh, doing it online that since people are just like pushing a button, there it's it's not a three dollar tip. You know, people are like you know dropping twenty dollars or you know fifty dollars. Yeah, on they av- and, and uh, which is great. Co- of course we can use it. You know, and and uh, you know it's, it's the
4: average tip was the average tip was t- was ten or twenty dollars. Nice, was that, man. That was, there was yep. Mm-hmm. uh, now for
1: now this is a new age that you guys are going through as musicians and stuff now do you have to declare that for your taxes and stuff
4: Uh, oh i don't know what you're talking about man declare what
0: (laughs) talk to our mayor see 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 what we need to what we need to declare What, what what we can uh you know what we can um yeah use some forbearance with
4: well i do
1: declare i do declare exactly Exactly, you know, in times like this, Papa, I always think, what would Ika Mouse
4: do? Ica Mouse, six foot seven, Jamaican. <laughs>
2: <laughs> he would
4: probably, he would probably, uh, he'd probably pull out his, pull out his razor and cut you in the bumble clot. There you go. <laughs> yeah, he no, would just say, Ika, Ika Mouse was a character man, and uh, and he, I did see him get into it with a few people over the brief time that I was, I was hanging around him, but he was always nice to me. Yeah. He was, yeah. He was we, nice. Nice to the musicians. He, he would, he would yell at the bus driver so much that I thought we were going to have a wreck. Oh God. <laughs> no, cause we talked about him the last time
1: you were on the show and I, I was, I remember. Huge, I, I remember. Yeah. A huge, and in fact, uh, over the holidays, just a few months ago, I, I got a new turntable so I was able to bring all my vinyl down, and I found my Eka Mouse records, which I brought from New York back to L.A. And all my friends hated them, but I love them. I just I do too. I love them.
4: I love them. 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 Yeah.
1: Yeah. You can't. It's something. It was so
4: so different for me. It was just like wow, wow. Yep. This is different. You know. Well, he did. He did. He stood out immediately. He was you know, and and visually and. And, uh, vocally and, you know, his whole approach to, to his reggae thing was really different than everybody at the time.
2: Right.
4: And a lot of people started trying to kind of copy him after that too. Hmm. Yeah, definitely. Definitely.
2: Yeah.
0: Well, Malcolm, we, we've got a whole slate of guests here, so we, we have to have to keep moving on. Of course, we could talk to you for, for hours, but, um, um, Thank you so much for you know, being on the podcast early on, and, uh, and yeah, man. Th- thank you yeah, for, yeah, for getting on the party line here with us and, and checking in. I love
4: the troubled men, man. I love the troubled men. <laughs> right on, right
0: on. God bless you, Malcolm. Uh, take care. So, okay, I'll yes, like we'll, we'll be seeing you down the road, man. Be safe and uh, talk to you soon.
4: Okay, happy 100th.
0: Thank you. Thank, thank you so much, man. Bye-bye.
1: Bye. All right, Renee Yes i have to go use the bathroom i think it's time to take a break for a second okay
0: yeah so uh nation you know of course we always take a little break and get another cocktail so why don't you go do that for yourself and uh we'll be right back and we're back yes uh back with mr manny chevrolet um i am renee coman and next uh queued up our next former guest is uh yegor Romanov, the the the, <laughs> the russian madman the ukrainian uh uh madman and uh, the the Soviet atheist, so we're, we're I'm going I'm to uh, get him on the line here, and we'll be right back with him, so hang on. All right. And here we are back with Manny Chevrolet and Manny. We have Yegor Romansov uh, with us here from DeBosh.
1: Yegor, Yegor que, que te pasa Yegor Hey Manny, how are you doing man? Oh, I'm doing good I'm, I'm hiding out in my bunker and uh I'm, I'm drinking my my Polish vodka, and uh, it's all good. Where is your bunker? My bunker? It's oh, a if secret. I tell you, I
5: gotta.
6: If I okay, tell you, yeah, I gotta you got, kill you. you.
5: You have to edit it.
6: <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: so it's a information. Come on. Right, just right. Just shaking, man.
0: So <laughs> make sure you talk right <laughs> in that phone, <laughs> Yegor.
1: No, so, yeah. You having a cocktail,
5: Jaeger? No, no, guys, I quit drinking.
0: Oh, okay. Mom,
1: get the fuck out of
0: here.
5: Listen. I'm telling you, like, it's all, like, in reverse with me. I know people in quarantine, like, I've been isolated for one month, man. No alcohol. Okay. I know some people start drinking, I quit drinking. Huh,
0: okay. So
1: that was your, was that your Lent thing? Was it for Lent? No, no, are you kidding me?
0: <laughs> <laughs> You're an atheist, right?
2: Yeah, right.
1: I don't even know what land is.
5: You know? Yeah, yeah. Unless you're talking about lentils soup. Okay. <laughs> now so... so why did you quit? I don't know. It just happened. Not, nothing, nothing spiritual, nothing sexual, absolutely for no reason. No, good no reason.
1: Nothing about your health or anything.
5: Absolutely zero purpose.
0: Okay. Nothing. So you just like,
5: some people do stupid shit for no purpose. This thing is not stupid. Like I think I have a feeling that they do the right thing, you know.
0: Yes, yes. I, I think, you know, you're being healthy during this time is a good idea. Are you are you uh, pursuing a, a a physical fitness program, maybe doing some push-ups or uh, or s- some weightlifting or something like that?
5: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You cannot just quit drinking and not do anything physical exercise. Uh, I exercise with my shashka. Too bad we're not on TV. Like it's uh it's like cosa sword.
2: Hmm.
5: So I'm kind of like, yeah, I'm I'm going like Game of Thrones kind of style. But it's it's pretty sleek. It's in between saber and like katana. Wow, it's really cool. Like I've been working with it for like two years already. I'm gonna yeah, I'm becoming a Ukrainian samurai or something.
0: Wow, that sounds pretty wild, man so so
5: yeah yeah totally thank god it's dull man if that thing was sharp i would have cut off everything i had on my body (laughs) you you won't be talking to me right now you know i didn't have fingers to like press the button to talk you know
0: right (laughs) so so yegor i'm sure you're you're um Quarantining, or you know, staying at home—whatever they call it—social distancing. Now, I, I've noticed. Uh, Did you
5: say porin- quarantining
0: uh, Quarantining, yes, <laughs> <What>? yeah. <they>, uh, <laughs> um, now, now, I was noticing uh, in in the the former, former Soviet Union, we don't have a lot of cases showing up, a lot of COVID cases. Um, do, you, do you have any theories as as to why that is? You think just the remoteness uh, of it is uh, keeping them, you know, safe, safer?
5: Absolutely. No, no, I do have an answer to it. You ask the right guy, I'm telling you. We do have a good long tradition, like how do we deal with panic? Mm. Because sometimes, and most of the times, as we see on the news, it's basically what it is, is panic. It's not proper response to it, you know. It's not that some structures are dealing with it. No, we just... See panic. So in Soviet Union, in harsh times, if somebody would spread the panic, they would shoot him right away. <laughs> <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> no, no court trials, no lawyers, no fancy bullshit. Just, hey, man, you panicking? Yeah, they're coming. Like, Let me talk to you for a second. Bam, that's it.
0: Okay, so that would, that would naturally calm everybody down.
5: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, that's a strong message
0: right there.
2: <laughs>
0: yes, but now the, the Soviet Union, though they, you guys have a, a capacity for suffering. We, we talked about, you know, like I was looking up some numbers, like they're saying in the United States, we might lose like 200,000 people from this. I was looking up, well, what, what were the Soviet losses in World War Two? Twenty six 26.6 million. In, yeah. in, in, in World War Two, uh, you know, the, the the Ukrainian famine six million, you know, these are, are numbers, uh, you know, they're staggering numbers, you know, but so but but you guys always have the capacity to to keep marching forward, you know, you, you don't have any quit in you. Well,
5: we do. I quit drinking.
0: Well, okay.
3: <laughs>
1: Come on, man. Don't, don't just cut it like. But but don't you right think? There. But don't you yeah. think over the over the history of the Soviet Union, so they they tend to uh, fudge the numbers, hedge the numbers a little bit.
2: Mm. Oh
0: man! I don't know. I don't know. I think these. Why you know would... These have been these have been uh, uh, you know verified by you know a bunch of different sources. You know it's like we don't have to quibble. I know, but, but...
1: remember? Did you like in well, Chernobyl? I mean, how did Chernobyl. Of... Nobody even heard about Chernobyl till like eight months after it happened. Kind of stuff. And I, and I think you know they're showing no no corona in the Soviet Union, yeah, but there I'm has to you, be. Well, first of all,
5: there is no Soviet Union.
1: Right. Right. There's no. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's <laughs> let's, Russia.
5: Let's take, stick to that yet uh, I mean do we I think we should still hear about Chernobyl and it should be worldwide kind of hearing about Chernobyl because it's pretty pretty dramatic unique situation for that for those kind of questions. If we're talking about coronavirus, are, like are we mixing politics to these kind of issues like what are we No, are we no no no, no worldwide no. response yeah well, so if we're talking about statistics and numbers from the time of Soviet Union to nowadays, I mean being from that part of the world, the numbers and history have been twisted around. I don't even know which sources are more or less reliable, right, more reliable or less reliable.
2: Yes,
1: you lost me there oh, that's okay so so I'm so so, so, so right. as a musician here locally what what are you doing to survive?
5: I'm staying home. That's it. I don't have any plans. Like, how can I predict anything? Like, for example, due to this kind of events, I would never imagine that they shut down the, you know, all the plane communication across the oceans, you know. Overnight, planes are not going anywhere. And uh, it's very hard to predict when the quarantine will be over. And it's very hard to predict how many of us will... We'll be ready to party, you know. Right, right, speaking right.
1: From musicians, speaking from musicians' point of view. Mm-hmm. Well, we've talked to a few uh, a few people tonight and last night who are musicians who are, are like live streaming from their house just to try to make some money. Oh, please, uh, please,
5: yeah, yeah, cut it off. Whatever I say right now, just don't include in your podcast. I'm sick of this bullshit, man. Yeah. (laughs) Every time, yeah, of course, everybody's heading on the Facebook. Oh my God, there are so many people with guitars by themselves singing. I'm sorry, it just—it's my dark humor. Yes, Yes, no,
0: it's 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 a lot. No, oh, I I've noticed.
5: Jesus Christ, yeah, I, th- I think now.
0: I think a lot of people that weren't even professionals have have seen it as an opportunity yeah, yeah. to get on so there and much, you know play. Yeah, a, you yeah, know, there's
5: so much crap in there. Yeah, I'm sorry, like I should not say it, but.
0: no, we like that. <laughs> we like somebody to go against the grain.
5: I'll be the most hated interviewer in your history of your program uh,
0: but you you can <laughs> you can done. take it you can you can take it yegor you're 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 not <laughs> you're not uh shrinking violet you've 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 gone through civil wars before you it's uh this is old hat to you i know
5: oh so, yeah that's that i mean like answering your question i'm not really i'm not freaking out i'm not gonna say oh my god what are we gonna do I, it's just how can you predict and just i live day by day i mean i love it the fact that I'm not, you know, I'm still here, I'm still around. You never, and like I said, you never know, like how long this quarantine is gonna be. Right. Well, how, gonna be, like in in a, in a global sense too, you mm-hmm. know, it's not only about the United States. It's it's globally kind. Of. So, uh, you, uh, do you have any pets? Uh, Speaking of pets, no, no, guys, that's a funny story. I ran out of toilet paper like day number two of quarantine. Wow. (laughs) You weren't really prepared. I was like, you "You know what? I'm going to help society. I'm not going to go out. So there is like banana trees on the back on the backyard. So I started using banana leaves, you know, to wipe my
0: head. (laughs) That's not stopping up your pipes. Okay, go ahead.
5: Yeah, Yeah. Last week I ran out of banana leaves. (laughs) (laughs) but i've been i've been noticing and i'm still not going to the store because you know you have to be responsible citizen so i noticed this furry neighbor's cat in my backyard so i've been i've been using that cat like for almost (laughs) yeah to wipe my ass and it's a cool thing like you know you can always wash it like
0: wash the cat, you, yeah,
5: yeah, yeah. You wash the cat; it's almost like new neighbors don't even complain. I mean, of course, they figure out at some point. But do you hey, bathe
1: so- the Do you bathe the cat the way a bat a cat bathes itself?
2: <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm sure
5: you can find like you know, <laughs> spot on that on that thing. Oh, well, anyway, so yeah. Please save it. My message to the world, you know, save the planet, wipe your ass with cats. Okay.
0: Okay, well, that's you're the, the first person. That's... The
5: environment would love it.
0: Okay. All right. All right. That's uh, it's, uh, it's, well, it's, it's an option out there, I guess now. Yeah, yeah.
5: yeah why not?
0: Okay, well. well
5: I guess well, that's that. Like, no, to answer, <laughs> to answer your questions, no, I don't have any pets.
0: Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. But I'm
5: seriously thinking about it now. Well, yeah. I think hamster could be useful. You
6: know? <laughs> hamster. <Yeah>. Okay. <laughs>
5: you can have a few. They Listen. Li- they don't listen. Eat much. You can put it in the cage.
0: All
1: right. All right. <laughs> well, listen. I think we've got to move on to our next phone guest. Yes. Yes. Uh, you've been a pleasure as always, and and remind me never to have your banana nut bread. <laughs> i <laughs> Well, well, but thank- not a nut. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> well, well, thank you so <laughs> and much.
5: And don't, don't tell me where you leave like where you hide, hide out. You know? no, <laughs> no, 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 don't, no. Worry,
0: don't worry, don't worry. We're not, not going to ask worry. you where you are either. Um, so, Yegor, <laughs> uh, thank you so much. Everybody check out Yegor's band, DeBosh, and uh, they'll be out there playing before you know it, and uh, and we'll all return to normalcy. And, and I can't wait to see you in, in person and uh, have you back on the show for real. And uh, take care of yourself, man. Stay healthy out there. Okay,
5: guys. Yeah, yeah. Thank you so much. It's a pleasure talking to you. And peace and love to everybody. Stay safe. Stay indoors. If you have to wipe your ass with banana leaves, just (laughs) save the planet.
0: (laughs) Right on.
1: All right. Good night.
6: Okay, bye. Bye -bye.
1: (laughs) Bye-bye. Well, Uh, you were right. We had to get them on early. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Well, he's not drinking though. That's so uh, you know. It's uh, I guess uh, you know uh, I, I I didn't know him as well as I thought. But there you go. You know, Yegor is uh, is surprising if nothing else. He'll he'll keep keep you on your toes.
1: Exactly.
0: So next we have uh, Miss uh, Kimberly Kay coming on. Oh, who, okay. Who is uh, you know from from Loose Cattle and uh, and she has her own. Um, uh, health website, uh, Chronically Chill. And I know she has a, a bunch of information on, uh, on you know, caring for yourself during this time. So, so uh, I'm going to get her on and get her, get her opinion about all this. So here I'm going to dial her up and okay. I'll be right back with her. And here we are back with Mr. Manny Chevrolet. We have Kimberly Kay on the line here with us.
7: All right. Hey, gentlemen, how are you? Good. We're
1: good. troubled as always.
0: Yes. <laughs> for good reasons. Troubled
7: reason. men for troubled times.
0: Yes. Yeah. 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 How are you?
7: Uh, you know, troubled but also untroubled. Just a little bit of both what? happening all the time these days.
1: Hopeful. Well, you sound like a lot of our guests who are who are just trying to keep positive through all this.
7: Well, yeah. you know, it, it, it's a it's a manic kind of management of feelings, you know, it's, it's like one minute uh, pits of despair. And then the next it's like, Oh, well, but the dog is so happy. I'm home all the time.
0: Okay. I'm,
7: <laughs> I'm, okay, cool.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You got to look for the okay. silver lining, you know, let people are getting to spend more time <laughs> with their children and, and their pets. And uh, so, you know, you, you all the time are dealing with, 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 um, counseling people, health advocacy, uh, um, you know, advising people on, on pursuing their own health challenges. I'm, I'm sure you're, you're very busy doing that during this time. You, you have advice for the troubled nation out there as to, you know, certain things they should be eating or drinking or, or, you know, uh, practices they should be, uh, exploring.
2: I
7: sure do. Uh, I actually just, um, uh, put up on my, my Patreon, um, uh, just chronically chill, uh, a long piece about, um, the importance of staying at home, but still getting outside, get outside. Um, Vitamin D deficiency has been showing up in the clinical data internationally Mm. and now domestically as like, uh, if you are going to die of COVID-19, you are probably uh, a vitamin D deficient individual. Most of the deaths in Italy, uh, Japan and Asia, now in the United States have been people who are vitamin D deficient and the cheapest solution to that problem is to go outside and get some sunlight on your skin 10 to 15 minutes every day so um i'm telling people in in the troubled and untroubled nation mm-hmm. to um to make sure that they're they're supplementing with vita, uh, vitamin d but also getting outside for that endogenous my body makes it itself it's totally free um sunlight based uh vitamin d and then also vitamin C. i'm, I'm telling folks, if you don't have it in your cabinet already, um, order it while you can alternative sources of, um, vitamin C that aren't like obvious, Hey, it says vitamin C on the outside would be ace roll a cherry or camu camu berry or, um, baobab tree. these are like three big sources of vitamin c and they are using iv uh vitamin c and oral vitamin c and mild to the most critical cases of covid19 right now so c and d yes
1: so if you don't like to if you're someone like me who, who doesn't like to go outside uh, <laughs> because this social distancing is the best thing that ever happened to me Kimberly.
7: Oh, I, I as as an as an inherent introvert with an extrovert's job, I I feel you Manny, I feel you in a big big way.
1: <laughs> what what like fruits or vegetables are, are are high in D, vitamin D?
7: So not too many future fruits or vegetables actually. You're going to want to look at your pastured eggs, so like oh. really good clean organic not tortured chickens, pastured eggs. Um, good grass-fed ground beef has, um, or bison or elk, like good red meat, has a lot of vitamin D that's bioavailable. Um, grass-fed butter and ghee have vitamin D in it. Um, obviously, your fortified milks that you see in the story it'll see vitamin d milk it says vitamin d milk they added vitamin d to it that's a good one but if you're a creepy little introvert like you or i manny you can just go over to a sunny window open that window and then let the sunlight stream in and hit your skin you can do it nude you can do it closed you can do it while dancing you can do whatever you want but you can sit in your house and get sunlight at the same time it's perfect
0: wasn't I saying okay, that well. to you this afternoon, Manny, is, is try to get outside and get a little some sun on your skin? Because, Kim, I did see a st- statistic where they were talking about soldiers in, in, uh, you know, that, that had uh, Spanish influenza, the statistics of yeah. the soldiers that they would put out in the sun. You know, If you go to a, a good uh, sanitarium where they roll you out in the afternoon sun you know, and they let it hit you, that those guys fared way better than the people that were, they were stuck inside.
7: They did, they did, and that's, uh, it's for two reasons. One was that the guys who were outside were synthesizing vitamin D inside their own bodies, so their levels were really good. And also, UVA and UVB rays kill virus, mm-hmm. so people who were you know indoors were constantly being handled with contaminated sheets contaminated scalpels contaminated tubing whereas people who um, were in some of those field treatment areas like they were on clean sheets mm. they weren't getting constantly re-exposed to stuff it's
3: you know so sometimes- why don't
1: you think why don't you think like our leaders of our city our state our country are telling us this because I haven't heard this at all from any I know.
7: Of our leaders. It, it's troubling. I, I think it's, you know, when I turned on the TV for the two minutes that I did today, uh, one of our government leaders had a man who sells pillows for a living. <laughs> Uh, leading a prayer and so when
2: when when
7: your government is handling a pandemic by telling you to pray with that guy who sells those pillows i think it's safe to say you're probably not going to hear anything useful from them yeah but um (laughs) uh you know you you guys know me um from my previous appearance on your show i i think that some of it is ignorance and i i am just well enough into working um in the medical community know that like population controls a real thing. Sometimes we don't want people to get better because Hmm. really sick people spend a whole lot of money trying not to die. Um, Right.
0: Right. Yes. It's a big drain on the system. That end of life care. Yeah. Yeah.
7: Yes. Yes. So, you know, it's, 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 I'd say 50% idiocy, uh, 50% unscrupulous and nefarious
0: reasons. Malevolence. Okay. Well, I, I'd, I'd buy that. That's, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it sounds about right.
7: Yeah, it feels like it feels like it's very on brand for y'all's podcast too. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. 50% you know. 50% yeah, yeah. Fifty percent
0: ignorance, <laughs> fifty percent malevolence. Malevolence. Yeah, yeah. Now, 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 Kim, when 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 this whole thing, uh, when the when the worm turned in this, when everybody suddenly realized you were up in New York playing some dates with uh, with uh, Michael Cerverus with uh, the Loose Cattle Duo, he he was on last okay. night and he was talking about uh, about that. So so you, you were not trapped up there, but you, you you, all went ahead and played a, uh, a, a virtual gig because your gig was yeah. canceled. And then then mm-hmm. so w- what happened after that for you?
7: Um, Well, I had to wait a few more days because when I got up to New York, I actually got the fever. Um, I got the fever and I got the shortness of breath and Mm. uh, I got some of the symptoms of COVID. And so we I didn't have access to testing, despite our leaders going on TV and saying things like everyone can get a test at that time. It was not possible. um,
0: So you're saying he said something that wasn't true.
7: I, I know, I know this I know, it's, it's, it's shocking, ugly, but he did say a thing that wasn't
2: accurate.
0: Okay. Go on.
7: <laughs> so uh I, I I had to wait long enough to um to make sure it was safe to travel and then um I hopped in the emptiest plane I have uh have ever been on in my life. Mm, wow. Uh came back down to New Orleans and um started to You know, connect with my very, very scared uh, clients and then all of the people in our community, the music community who don't have health insurance or might not have the best health insurance or might not have um, free income for you know, really fancy supplements or really, really great, clean delivery food. And so it's been a lot of this has actually been a very busy <laughs> stretch for me, despite the cancellation of literally everything, every so,
0: job that you had going forward. Yes,
7: every single thing except for care, caring, for patients. But, at, at, you know, I'm I'm really lucky that my my clients um, and the patients that I do work with have, have had my back and have been supporting those of us who do this healthcare work so much. So shout out to all of them.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's, it's very important work you're doing and, and, uh, God bless you for that. You know, you're, 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 you're always motivated by the, you know, the, the purest of intentions. I, I admire that so much about you.
2: <laughs> Let me
1: ask you. Can I ask you something, Kimberly? Yes, sir. Uh, the city said that they were going to take all the homeless mm-hmm. and put them in a hotel somewhere down in the CBD,
3: mm-hmm.
1: but they never said how they were going to contain it because you got to remember all these homeless people have mental issues. Correct. Uh do you do you have any idea how they're going to deal with that? I mean, do you have
7: I have no idea how our city deals with anything. There is a watermelon growing in a pothole 3 blocks from where I live. <laughs> so uh, I'm not like holding my breath for for really well organized, really well run and efficient containment plan from anybody in our local government right now.
1: because no, when I heard they were going to put these so you know, the homeless people in this hotel that has one hundred and fifty rooms, mm-hmm. I just thought to myself, well, that's just you're just asking for mayhem. You're just asking for tragedy to happen because. Are they just going to have cops there policing them? Are they going to have social workers there? Who's going to, who's going to, are they just going to have hotel workers there?
7: Yeah, it's a really good question. Uh, I really hope that their bellhops had a great trauma healing and drug addiction and withdrawal program before they moved everybody in. If not, the concierge is going to be very, very busy.
1: Oh, Jesus. (laughs) Just imagine. I just thought it was the stupidest idea I ever heard of because it didn't seem like it was planned. At all. Yeah,
7: it, it seems like a great idea to move people who need to be able to shelter and, and have some cleanliness and some access to clean running water. And so that seems like a great idea. Doing it without uh, mental health care and, and trauma and drug addiction specialists to manage that sounds like the beginning of a horror movie that someone will probably uh, produce geez. sometime in the next couple of years for
0: us. It, it actually does it, sound like the beginning of a horror movie. <laughs>
7: Right, let's just move 200 homeless people who are rapidly detoxing mm, into this hotel. What mm, could possibly go wrong?
0: Right, right. Well,
1: I just just don't want to be the guy running room service. Yeah, yeah,
7: no. No,
1: (laughs) no, (laughs) no.
7: And I don't want to be the guy who has to buffer uh, and fortify the Wi-Fi when they start figuring out the the online porn situation in the hotel either, because they are robust. Yeah, yeah.
1: (laughs) the poor girl has to change the sheets. Yeah. Yeah, oh, no kidding. God. Yeah.
7: yeah, this got dark fast. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs>
2: <really fast. laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry.
0: Well, Kim, you know, we're just we're just touching base with everybody and then we're kicking them out. So, uh um Thank you so much for coming on the show. You know, you were you're you, were, you were, uh, guest number 83, or, or the episode 83, and now we're at celebrating 100. So uh, you know, we're 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 still going strong. We're we 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 have now have the, the capability of, of doing these podcasts remotely during this, this uh, time of of, uh, of quarantine. So we're we're going to keep cranking them out, and uh, you know, keep. Uh, Keep spreading the troubled word out there and uh, keep doing the great work that you're doing.
7: Yes, and you guys, too, like uh, like Commodus feeding Christians to the lions during the Great Plague uh, in Rome, you guys need to entertain us during these dark times to keep it going.
0: Okay. Right on. Bread and circus, baby. That's what it's all about.
3: <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, friends.
0: All right. Take care, Bye. sweetie. Bye. Bye. Bye-bye. <laughs> And we're back with Mr. Manny Chevrolet, and we have Luke Spur Allen from Happy Talk Band on the line with us here. Welcome, hey, Luke. guys. Thanks, man. Thanks for coming hey, on the Luke, show again, up? man.
6: Hi, Manny. Hey. So, so you guys do your separate abodes, I suppose. Yes, yeah. yes. We're
0: all we're all uh, separated out. I'm I'm at the safe house in Carrollton. Manny's uh, uh, bivouacked there in in uh, in uh, Mid City. And you are where? Tell us.
6: Well, I mean, the kind of bywater, but but there's you're in the, the like- water? Well, well, you know, there's, there's like the, the river side of St. Claude and I'm on the homicide the of St. Claude.
0: Yes. We love that joke. I've used it so many yeah. times since you told me.
6: That's right. I, I, I got to start, got to get new material, man. No, yeah, no, but. it's good. No, the old ones are the best <laughs> ones. No,
0: we've, we've, we've ever since when you said that, it, uh, I was like, Oh Jesus, that one's sticking, man. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs>
6: uh, yeah, no, but I mean, yeah, I'm just like, um, kind of over by, a. Uh, Wagner's, I mean, Wagner's meat. Wagner's um, meat. And by, <laughs> Wagner's meat. And, 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 by, and by the uh, the tire shop right there, the one with like um, no, you know, don't know cat selling, you know, that tire shop. Yeah, right yeah, there. yeah. I'm, yeah, like yeah. A, I'm pretty much like a couple blocks behind there. Okay, but, nice. Um, yeah, man. I love my block. We're having lots of, uh, you know, porch action out here. Like, you know, Megan and I do cocktail our, our, our hour and Arlo gets out on his pogo stick. Oh, cool. Jumps on his pogo stick and then all the, Grown ups drink their cocktails and the kids don't. Wait, wait, wait,
1: wait, 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 Luke. When did he get a pogo stick? He got a pogo stick for his, uh, for Christmas. From, okay, uh,
6: this I, pat. Yeah, but yeah, from his sister. And he's, he couldn't do it at all. The, the neighbor kid, Destiny, could like do like as many as she wanted with no hands. And she, granted oh, yeah, wow. she's nine, but, she, but she's also just way more coordinated than he is. Destiny's a badass. Well,
1: but, I remember, it, but I remember, but I remember at Thanksgiving, Arlo was here. Yeah, yeah. For and I brought out a bunch of toys for that other kid that was here. Your friends from LA. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The 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 magicians witches. are they were yeah. the what were those the, the people? They're witches. Yeah. Witches. The, the witches. <laughs> yes.
6: The witches. <laughs> the witches yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Like, yeah. That's how they make their living. They're actually witches. They're wow. Like, yeah. yeah. Wicked, the Wicca community. Yeah. Oh,
1: okay. Okay, but I, Arlo, I brought out Selena's old pogo stick for Arlo. Yeah. And because Selena's a pro at the pogo stick, well, really? oh,
6: that's why he wanted a pogo stick. Oh, you're right, because he asked for it right after. I totally forgot it. so wow. it's because of Selena. That, that yeah, Basically, your but, daughter, Selena Fausta Dorothy Chevrolet Bruno, my yes. son is now an accomplished pogo stick writer.
1: <laughs> cool. But the funniest <laughs> thing was, I brought the pogo stick out for him and the other boys, and I told Arlo, I said, Arlo, do you want me to get Selena? To show you how to do the pogo stick, and he had this look on his face. It was so hilarious. He said to me, he "Goes, um, 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 what's your name again?"
2: <laughs> <laughs>
6: you know what, man? You know what, Manny? It would have been better if he said, if he had said, "And you are." Yeah, well, because <laughs> that was always your line.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, but he. It was so hilarious, and his timing was so perfect because. How old is he, five years old or something? No, 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 he's seven, but still, yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay six. And and I was saying, hey, Arlo, you know, because I thought I knew him. I've known him for years now, and I and I said, Arlo, um, you know, I just want to show you how to do this. I'm a little too old to do this. show, And he just looked at me and goes, what? Who are you? What's your name?
2: <laughs> <laughs> cool. So I, I,
1: I left the room right there. I said, "See, you're on your own, kid." Yeah,
2: yeah,
1: yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're, you're, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm the host of this party, you little shit. <laughs>
2: yeah.
1: You said, so. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Now, you better eat this food. Right. <laughs> now, <laughs> yeah. yeah.
0: Now, Luke, the last time I saw you was uh, at this, uh, this this gig a week before my final gig at the Circle Bar. It was a, a gig where your band, Happy Talk Band, uh, was playing yeah. with Malavitas. And I had right. done a private gig earlier in the evening, and I came over and, and saw you, and it was a great night, and it was... Circle Bar is totally filled up and, and really fun. And we hung out and had no idea that, uh, you know, we were eight days away from the Circle Bar being permanently closed for the time, the time being anyway. And and uh, that, that would be one of the, the last hurrahs there.
6: Yeah, it's true. You know, and like, you know, I remember one of my last hurrahs before Katrina was there. Actually, the, the last that was actually my last hurrah before Katrina was a the show there. Hmm. Um, and the show I was I was supposed to play the Saturday before Katrina hit was a was it one eye jacks and it was a fundraiser to send this guy robert starnes to the beard and mustache uh international competition okay. in berlin in, in berlin oh, and wow. so i was gonna i mean i've also played like a you know, i played a fundraiser for a sex change operation at one eye, one eye jacks years ago called mm-hmm. the gash bash um, i thank you for that luke i really yeah. thank you for that <laughs> 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 um you know I, I i'm just trying to do my part hey guys so i tell you i've been thinking about something today yeah and it's yeah uh, it, it's it's about the 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 reclamation of the term dad rock okay. it, you know such a pejorative term and i want and i've been thinking lately i want to reclaim that term the way that you know the the gay community reclaim queer for example sure and, and but i want i want dad rock i want to put the dignity back in back in dad rock and and uh I, I, I mean, what do you, Renee? You're a dad, Manny. You're a dad. I mean, like, should we, you know, like, well, there's no shame in being a dad and rocking out. Like, are all people who do rock supposed to like just have, you know, you know, abandon their children, or use birth control, or is it okay that we can play music and have children? Is it okay,
1: you know?
0: No, no. You, well, yeah. go ahead, Manny.
1: Well, being from Los Angeles and knowing lots of millionaire rock stars who have kids, they've usually abandoned their children, <laughs>
6: right. <laughs> So you're if saying that's some that uh, money. I might do that, but I I don't.
0: Right. So you got to take no, care of them.
6: Yeah, no, I, I I'm down with it. Yeah. But, yeah. Put me put me down for that, Luke. Okay. Okay. I mean, I know this is a trifle in this uh this time of um gym and everything, but I'm sorry. I'm eating the. I just made myself a Manhattan. I need the cherries now.
0: Oh, nice, nice. <laughs> no, well, you know you know we we even though it, it it looks dark at the moment we we under we have the understanding that you know th- this will pass and you know you when you have yeah. children you're always looking to you know the them succeeding so you you can't you, you don't have the luxury of of wallowing in it, in anything you know exactly. i think that's one of the things that that i think helped with katrina when you know when that, when all that happened i ju- we just concentrated on making sure the kids were okay and everything else. And you kind of, little,
6: you, your kids were little then, right? Renee?
0: Yeah. My, my kids were, were like, uh, f- like, um, six and four when, when Katrina happened,
5: Damn, that's um, young. yeah,
0: but, but as long as we made all the, the decisions based on, you know, what, what's going to put them in a, in a good position to, to, you know, succeed and and to move forward in a healthy way everything else kind of sorted itself out you know so it's it 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 keeps you from focusing too much on on you know feeling sorry for yourself you don't have the luxury of that so it's 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 actually a very positive thing to have you know that right
6: it's true there's also like you know during the time of social distancing i know that your kids are older um so there's probably less hugging going on but like when i hug my little dude it's like a he's like a battery charger you know what i mean yeah. it's just like it just makes me he just charges me up and i feel like all right i'm gonna be okay in this world so just nice finish. nice yeah yeah nothing you know send them on
0: no though. no we like that we like that and arlo is a, is a, <laughs> a lovely boy and he's uh, i see i see videos of him playing on the piano and and it's, yeah. it's so exciting to have you know kids at that age where they're they're changing all the time they're learning so much stuff and it's 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 it's, it's very exciting it's a it's a great time of life you know
6: It is. It's a joy, man. We had a really nice moment tonight Um, after dinner. We had had a trampoline in the backyard. We were jumping around for a while. And there's like a really beautiful kind of crescent moon going on tonight. And we just laid on the trampoline, all three of us, and just like watched the moon and watched the clouds passing over the moon and and just just chilled out. And there were um, barn swallows that were sort of darting back and forth across the sky. But, you know, the trampoline with the, the little border on it so it makes this perfect circle
2: mm. so
6: we had the circle with the clouds and the moon and these cl- and these barn swallows darting back and forth and a couple crows and it was just nice man it, it sounds so
0: nice. idyllic man jesus it's, yeah it's, it's, and, fantastic. And it's
6: like the most perfect this is the coolest not actually put a, a a light sweater on tonight when we ate outside for dinner so i think that's gonna be the last of that shit for a while probably but you know
0: yeah, I was surprised. I, like I went it. outside and it, and and it was real windy today, Manny. You were saying you couldn't go outside and, and do any uh, gardening because it was too windy. But then, yeah, then, yeah, yeah. then once the wind died down, it was it was like ten, fifteen degrees cooler.
6: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was nice. Um. So, uh, who else are you guys talking to tonight? Is it pretty much like how many guests are you guys talking to?
0: Um. Well, t- So last night we had uh, like five guests, and uh, and and among them like uh, Jimbo Mathis we had uh, um, Jonathan Freilich uh, Dave Clement uh, Johnny Vidakovich nice. and, and Michael Serverus. that was a, g- a great episode and, uh, and then so this is part two and we started off with uh, Susan Cousill then Papa Molly then we had that uh, mad Russian uh, Yegor <laughs> Roman star uh, and uh, who quit uh, drinking
1: who quit drinking yeah, he, of all yeah, things
0: he quit drinking for coronavirus or no he said even a month before wow. so but just, no just, he quit
1: drinking a while ago he right said. right
0: he said yeah a, a month ago or something but just for no good reason he had he said just because when when other ev- everybody wants to do something i do the opposite so um, wow that's cool yeah and, yeah. and, and his, then
1: we had kimberly k on before you yes oh nice and michael service's uh, ex-girlfriend actually
6: partner
0: yeah 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 yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. partner yeah. in the loose cattle band yeah yeah
6: out of all those people though dave clemens has the best voice though
0: He's got a good one. Johnny Vodokovic doesn't have a bad voice either, you know. He's, oh, no,
6: no, he's got a great voice. No, he's got that accent, I he's forget. He's got a yeah, tremendous
0: right. accent. Yeah, yeah Jimbo yeah, Mathis yeah. has got a pretty tremendous accent as well. Yeah, no, you're you know? right.
1: That's a lot of good voices.
0: Yeah, no. Yeah, we, yeah. We, we, well,
1: <laughs> well, the thing about Dave Clemens, we had to have him on the show because he was one of our first guests. He was like guest 21 or something like that. Right. And he walked out like halfway through the second part of the show. He just got up and left
0: not that because he was angry he not because he was mad he just he just thought it was over <laughs>
1: For... he, he just <laughs> thought he just thought the show was over and he decided to leave <laughs>
0: He left his briefcase. He left all his stuff behind. You know, he just walked out. We were concerned. Like Jesus, where did he go? He r- we gave him a ride there. You know, and he just walked out onto onto uh, Rampart Street and disappeared. We're like, what the fuck, man?
6: He walked right into the Treme, and it was. It wasn't seen again for six months.
0: He could have. No, we we didn't know. We're like, he could he could have gone in any direction, man. Uh, he turned awesome, up. He man. turned up. Thankfully, you know. Of course
6: he did, man. Of
0: course he did. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's a survivor. Um,
1: but the one guy, the one guy who was supposed to be on the show last night, who I talked, I called him for a month in advance, and finally got a hold of him was David Turjan. Yeah. And he was sitting on his deck with a six pack of beer, and he just gotten a refill of painkillers. <laughs> And he had his, he had his gun, and he, I kept saying, Dave, we want you back on the show. We want you back on the show. He said, "Y'all be there. Just call me. Just call me." And of course, he never answered the phone.
0: Right, right, right. He never, and never called he back. Fire, he doesn't. Did he manage? fire off any live rounds
1: while you guys were talking? <laughs> well, I told Renee on Sunday night when I talked to Dave, I said we had a. He has to be our first guest because I don't think.
0: He you know, I don't know where he'll make be it it. the second day. Yeah,
1: yeah, <laughs> yeah. And I called him; he never answered. He never answered. I called him today; he didn't answer. But that's just Dave, you know. It's just. Well, yeah. get his wife's number is what you should do. Oh. Uh, Yeah, I try. Well, I tried calling in Surrey. Yeah. Uh, but he doesn't answer his phone either. That guy. So. Right, right, right. Oh, yeah. so. Have you guys
6: ever Car- Caroline?
1: Uh, I want her on the show. I've been meaning to get her on the show because she's got stories, man. Oh she's man, got does she have stories, fucking yeah. stories. Yeah, but um, yeah, that's that's for the next hundred episodes. Yes, yeah, we'll yeah. get, we'll
0: definitely hundred, get her.
1: You guys have had a hundred guests, or you've done? Yeah,
6: no, a
0: hundred episodes. We because you know we've we, we the first ten or, or so shows we didn't have guests, then we started having them, and for but we've had. Tons of guests. In fact, as I was scrolling down to, you know, we we had a a list of people for this, this, uh, you know, 100th episode party line party. And uh, but I'm going through and going, God, I forgot about that person. Like just incredible uh, uh, lineup of, of people we've been able to land. It's it's quite gratifying. Yeah. Yeah, That's just awesome, you man. know, one after another, man, just grinding away. We're gonna keep doing it during during all the shutdown, just the way we're doing it here. And then, you know, once we can all get back in the ring room, we'll we'll resume uh with, with, with those uh those shows.
6: Right. Did you guys end up getting Spider Stacy?
0: Yes, yeah. Spider was on. He was a terrific guest. He was on uh right uh, in December. Yeah, you should check that one out.
6: Yeah, yeah. I would. Man, uh, one of the years we played Voodoo Fest, um, it was the year the Pogues played, mm-hmm. and it was the same year. I don't know if you guys remember Voodoo Fest was doing this, trying to make the the world's, uh, re- the Guinness Book of World's record for the most people dressed up as zombies.
0: Okay, it yes, the same they did. Oh, Okay,
6: and it was and the Pogues were playing that same year, or maybe I'm mixing this up, but whatever. The Pogues got on stage. And fucking, what's his name? Who's the front man again? Shane uh, Shane, uh,
0: McGowan. Shane McGowan. Shane McGowan. Yeah. Shane
6: McGowan looked like a he had no makeup on, but he looked like a he looked like a dead person. Like <laughs> I, I, I had like a little backstage thing, you know. So we we're like right there. He looked like a dead person. He just looked so white and just clammy. I guess a dead person wouldn't be clammy, but he just looked wet and white and dead. And um, he was just sort of stumbling around backstage. And Spider ended up singing, like, you know, Dirty Old Town or whatever. He was Uh singing it himself. And uh, Shane just came stumbling up, too drunk to even get close to the mic, and Spider just punched him in the face. (laughs) 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 Just full on just clocked him. Just clocked him. And Shane just looked at him in shock, like, "Why would you do that to me?" And then just walked away. <laughs> that was
0: it. <laughs> yeah, those guys have known each other for a long time. They have, they have a, yeah, a, quite they a have, rapport, yeah. you know. Yeah, you can get away with that.
1: <laughs> That's a rapport, did, man. Did, did Shane ever sing a song that show? No. Oh geez. no. He, he, he did. He was incapable. He was just oh,
6: a wreck. Man. And like I said, the irony was everyone was dressed as a zombie, and he really looked like
0: the right, one right, the right. He,
1: he,
6: and like and, and I've seen that. I've seen that parlor. Sorry, what's the word?
0: Pallor. Pallor.
6: Pallor. Thank you. Yeah. Um, on a, a few people before that, and they are all dead now. Yeah, Jay McGowan is not dead.
0: No, still alive. No, they just just <laughs> yeah. had a had a big like uh, you know sixty first birthday for him. A uh, big big you know wow. thing on on uh, you know Irish national television, standing ovation. He's uh, still very beloved and uh, and 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 hanging yeah, on. Yeah, you should.
1: Be. He wrote some he, brilliant songs, man. Oh, what yeah. a lyricist. Oh, oh, Jesus. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, he's and he punched himself before he went on yeah,
0: stage. Yeah. Just, <laughs> just, just to wake himself up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
1: you're
6: going to do, do it right. Do it with your right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
0: Well, Luke, you know, we, we're we're moving right along because we, we got uh, a couple more guests we got to get to here. But, excellent, um, man!
6: You guys, thanks so much for having me on, man. It was great talking to you guys. You I too, man. You. Good
1: talking to you, Luke.
0: Yeah, take and, and, care, right. buddy. Yeah, stay safe Lots out of there. Love, all right? you, too, care, man. you too, man. Bye, boys. Bye.
1: All right, Luke Spur Allen, one yeah, of my yeah.
0: favorite people. Oh, he's a great guy, great guy. The lukewarmer, the ladies call him. Um, yeah, exactly. Well, well Manny, um, God, we did it. We got got through all these guests, and and uh, you know, this is part two of our uh, of our thing. And I guess we have a couple more. We're going to pick up tomorrow, and uh, yeah, you know, but but for tonight, um, you know, kudos to you, great job. And uh, you know, as we like to say on the the uh, Troubleman podcast. Trouble never ends.
1: But the struggle continues. Good night, nation.
0: Good night.